Welcome to the My Opinion Podcast, the leadership podcast for women. This is a show that focuses on leadership, life, and love to empower women around the world to be the leader of their life. The My Opinion Podcast is a weekly show with Maya's Motivation Monday, focusing on leadership topics for women that feature guest interviews as well as solo episodes with Maya. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the My Opinion Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Now, in her opinion, here's your host, Maya Roffler. Hi, guys. Welcome back to My Opinion and happy Motivation Monday. Today, I have an exciting guest. I've been so excited to interview her. We have Alinka, who is the CEO of Leaders Press. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here, Maya. I am so excited to have you. I absolutely loved finding out about your website, what you guys do, but I'm not going to explain it. I'm going to let you explain it because it's such an interesting concept and I am an avid reader myself and I'd like to think that I'd like to publish a book one day, but you are the expert. So Alinka, why don't you share with us exactly what Leaders Press does? Sure. At Leaders Press, we help entrepreneurs turn their book ideas into bestsellers. And we do that by interviewing them, recording the interview, transcribing it, and then ghostwriting their book for them. We then launch those books on bestseller lists from Amazon to USA Today and Wall Street Journal bestseller lists. And we also get the books into bookstores through our distribution partnership with Simon & Schuster. Wow. Like I read that and I was like, this is so cool. I've got to talk to her. This is so amazing. And I think that's really fascinating that you record them and, or you guys, if you're interested in this, we'll talk about that later. And then you actually work, I mean, your team, I'm assuming you have all these writers that you work with, and then you make books possible for the entrepreneur that maybe it doesn't want to sit down and, and type this all out and write this. Am I, am I getting onto your concept here, Linka? Am I right? That's exactly it. Yes. That's awesome. So before we kind of move forward, I want to go back with you a little bit, Alinka, and tell me what brought you to this concept, because this is so amazing. And I love that you're doing this, but how did you get here? Passion. I used to work in the corporate world. And at a certain point, I just thought maybe there's something more to life than selling domestic appliances. And uh, that's when I started writing my first book, And I heard about this thing called self-publishing that was more than a decade ago. I did that. And that book brought me in royalties more than my corporate salary. So at that point, I thought, you know, I don't need you corporate guys anymore. I think I can do it on my own. And now I know it's naive to think that you could live off of the royalties of one book. It is. But at the time... Uh, That was my reality for several months. And that got me excited about the publishing world. And that gave me the enthusiasm I needed to leave a very comfortable corporate job and to get started on my own. So I'm really glad I did that. That's amazing. And I I love that you admit too that you're like, okay, I got a little overexcited and I was living off the royalties. Yeah, I think um, I've heard that story from a few other authors, but... I love what you're saying is that you've turned it into something else that was actually more sustainable. So what were you doing in corporate America before you Mm -hmm. wrote the book? Corporate Europe, actually. Mm -hmm. Oh, corporate Europe. Okay. Yes, that's right. You're European. Um, I was in a so-called fast track program, which was um, meant to form future leaders of the company. 
So I was working for several months in different areas of the business. So I was in logistics, I was in customer service, I was in operations. And I was also, also I also had a project in a factory that was a six, Sigma project to eliminate eliminate waste from processes. So a lot of exciting things, but I guess just not really close to what I was actually passionate about. Right, exactly. And I'm sure a lot of my listeners can relate. I can relate to you as well. Being in corporate America, <laughs> same thing. We're all we're all the same, really. You know, if you're working in job, I I'm sure you feel this way, Alinka. But like you get so much out of these jobs and you learn what you like and what you don't like and what you're good at. But if you're not fulfilled, you know, you go out and you try something else. And so you wrote the book and tell us what the book was about. The book was, I think, reflecting some sort of quarter life crisis I was going through. So it was a self-help, self-improvement book where I talked a lot about awareness and meditation and happiness things I was living. And it was just part of my journey at that moment. Some of those things that I wrote, I still go back to right now because there was a lot of research that I put into it. And I think it's still a valuable resource, but it's nothing close to what we're doing right now, which is business books, entrepreneurial stories, but it's the first one. So you always remember your first experience. Your first everything, right? First job, your first time you quit, your first company you build, all those things, right? First book. I love it. That's amazing. So, okay. So you've written this book, you're living off the royalties, but you're like, okay, well, this is not going to be sustainable. So this is the birth of Leaders Press. That's how this started for you? Well, it wasn't so immediate. I was doing a lot of things right. I had a marketing background and I was sharing what I was doing for the book online in some author groups and other authors would come to me and say, Hey, can you do for me what you're doing for yourself? So that's how it started. I started doing that. And I did that for many years, uh, both as uh, coaching, consulting, uh, some done for you things. Now, when I look back, I was charging so little, <laughs> uh, but at a certain point I realized, okay, there might be something better I can put together here. I went to a mastermind uh, in London with Dean Jackson and he had a question for us. We were closed for three days in a meeting room, eight people. And he said, well, what, without thinking about the price of what this would cost, what would be the highest value thing you could do for your client? And that got me thinking. I thought, you know, so many people are coming to me with really poorly written and packaged books that if I could just be there from the beginning and help them position the book, then get a team of writers to write it and come back, help them launch it. That's the highest value I could offer. And then, you know, you start looking at the price point. So, you know, that's no longer a, you know, one-time coaching call. That's a completely different story. Um, so I had some mindset stuff to work on for that. Sure. Uh, but that's how we got started. I remember I thought, okay, well, let's see. Uh, let's see how we can package this, who we could do this for. And obviously the natural answer was, well, let's do this for entrepreneurs. Let's do this for leaders. Let's do this for CEOs. And I thought, so how can we call this business? And I was thinking, well, what about Leaders Press? And I remember I went to GoDaddy to see if the domain was available. And when I saw it was available, Dean said, well, get it right away. I can't believe it's free. So I got leaderspress.com and that's how we got started. I, I love what you just shared. 
for a couple different reasons. One, I think we all kind of wonder, and I think you guys listening wonder this too, how, I mean, I did when I was first starting businesses, right? I was like, how do people start? Like, how does it get started? I know now, cause I'm like down the road a little bit, right? But we all wonder like, how do people get started in this? How do you kind of pivot and go? And it really does start with those things. I love that you just shared your, went to GoDaddy and I looked up the, you know, the .com, did it exist? I did the same things. This is so cool that, you know, we share these stories and like the behind the scenes, the, the small steps that are actually really big steps towards your goal. And I love that you shared that, but that's interesting. And I think it's a really great message that you're giving here, Alinka, that, you know, what you're doing already is probably something that's leading to like your big moment or your big thing that you're supposed to do. Like you were already doing these things and it was leading you to leaders press. Like it was leading you to your big thing. And I love that you went to a mastermind and he was like, okay, but let's think about this. How do we package this into something so much bigger? Because people were being drawn to you for this clearly for a reason. I like the way you're, positioning it. Right, right. I mean, there was a reason for that. Hey everyone, it's Maya, the host of the My Opinion Podcast, the leadership podcast for women. I hope you're enjoying this incredible episode of the podcast. Now you can learn more about leadership and how to be the leader of your life. You can click on the show notes right now and download your guide on how to be the leader of your life written by me, Maya Roffler. We'll go over the four pillars of how to be the leader of your life. We'll review your values, your mission, not only your purpose, but your purposes and your vision. And as a bonus within the guide, you will actually get a 15 minute complimentary call with me, Maya, to talk about how you can become the leader of your life. So download the guide right now and enjoy the rest of this podcast episode. So you get leaderspress.com and you start moving forward with more of a business model, right? So this to me, this is, I was talking to Alinka guys, of course, you know me, I chat before <laughs> before the guests and I hit record. And I was talking to her about, you know, stepping into leadership in those moments. And I think for you, this was probably, that mastermind was a moment where you really kind of stepped into your leadership and you got that URL and you were like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm getting into the next level. Do you feel like that was a moment for you? Yes. I feel it was a pivotal moment. Yeah. 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 So after you left that mastermind, what was next for you? Because this is incredible what you're doing. So what happened for you? I remember, and it was five years ago that I really wanted to start implementing and um, taking some action. I didn't want this to just be an idea that will die. Um, so what I did is I, I got an assistant who would help me. It's I think the first employee I had. And we started uh, outreach. We started, we came up with a plan to uh, do an anthology with uh, potential clients and uh, interview them to be in this book for free and then see if, you know, we get any clients out of it. So that was the, our initial outreach. We did that for three or four years, these anthologies, and it didn't work. So um, probably out of like uh, maybe... 20 something people we interviewed, two would 
uh, do a book with us. And that was enough to get us started, to start getting a positive uh, feedback and those early customer reviews. And uh, it was really exciting. We, we liked it. And um, when I think about what we're doing now and, and my job now versus what I was doing five years ago, it's changed completely. We no longer do these anthologies for free. And we have a whole other huge lead generation machine going on and we're 30 people. So we have evolved for sure, but just that, you know, taking that action, you know, getting that first client, getting the first, getting the first the payment. I mean, that's huge. You get the first client, get that first payment, you're in business. I love what you just said. I think that's so true. And for you guys listening, if if you're interested in going out on your own, or if you're sitting in that moment, Alinka, you and I both know this moment when you're like prospecting, you haven't gotten your first payment. You're like, is this going to work? Is this not going to work? It's keeping you up at night, right? You're working all these crazy hours and you're like, and then when that first customer hits, that first payment hits and you're like, I can do this. It's going to work. Like, it's a moment. And you, that's another thing you will never forget. You'll never forget your first like payment, first customer. It doesn't matter what you're selling, what you're doing. It is a moment. So I love that you're sharing that with us too, but that, yeah, it's a moment and celebrate it. That is something that I always tell people celebrate it because that those are huge milestones. And I love that you're saying that you're looking back now and it's like, your life is totally different. So Let's, I mean, that's incredible. I mean, now you have 30 people like out there, like talking to the people that are potentials to work with you. I mean, in five years, that's so cool. Like what a growth, right? So tell us a little bit about, let's come to now, let's come to the present and tell us a little bit about what it looks like now at Leaders Press and your role and what's happening now. And then we'll go into the future a little bit. Well, right now, my main responsibility is really to be the conductor of the orchestra. So I'm coordinating everything that's going on. Um, you know, I used to be the person who was doing everything, the person who was uh, the salesperson, the marketing person, the uh, lead generation person, the uh, copywriter, the you know email marketer, the assistant. <laughs> you don't have an assistant, you are an assistant. So now I have all those roles filled up and uh, I no longer do sales. That was one of the last things I gave up. I couldn't imagine giving up sales. I have a team. So can I, can I ask you that, Alinka? Because I think that's an interesting thing that you're saying, because I think there's a lot of CEOs and founders out there that either love sales or they hate sales, right? So could you share with myself, but uh, more my listeners, why was sales the last thing that you held on to oh, you know because it's that's where the money comes from I think like I am good at selling I like it uh, it's very rewarding when you make a sale I and mean, there's a lot of rejection uh, that you have to deal with and so you need to have thick skin for that you grow a lot but um, it's just super rewarding and you have control over that I think most important number which is your your revenue but the moment I I I never had any formal training in sales. Uh, I, I tried to learn whatever I could and sign up for this, sign up for that, put it all together, put together a script. And I did. But then when I uh, hired my first 
real salesperson. Like they were after an incredible training that I obviously gave them my script, but they were able to improve it significantly. (laughs) And, And now we have a whole team of people who came from amazing places and you can just see the difference, you know, when a professional comes on board versus maybe you get somebody, an assistant, and you try to grow them into something that they cannot become. Uh, so this is another problem, like people that you've maybe worked with for five years, you hired as an assistant, they've grown, you know, through the ranks and reached a certain point where maybe they're no longer fit, but you don't want to let them go because, you know, sentimental. Yeah. <laughs> going on. But I was, you know, I think when I saw, first of all, that my bandwidth is limited and I cannot increase the number of hours I have during the day and that uh, these guys were better than I am, or even if they're not better, even if they're 80% of what I am, uh, I still don't have the extra time. Like I value other things in life as well. So I value my lifestyle, being able to spend time with my family and swim in the sea and go ride horses. And uh, I allocate certain time slots during the day for all those activities, for work activity. And I don't want to go over. Uh, So that's why I really value great team members. I love what you said. By the way, I'm a horse girl too. I've had horses since I was, I actually have a horse painting behind me, which I know you can't see because of my background. So that's a sidebar. We'll have to connect on that one. But yes, I want to have time to go do those things too. I totally understand that. But I think what you're telling myself and my audience here is huge because in leadership, you've got to make these decisions. You said a couple of really poignant things. One about the people that grow the business with you. Like sometimes they're going to grow into different positions and sometimes they're, they're going to be perfectly fine in your assistant role or maybe into more senior executive assistant role, or they might wind up in a senior sales role and they'll fit or they, maybe they won't. And there is some sentimental things that happen. And as a leader, you have to kind of divide and conquer those things and know when to put your hat on in different areas. And that's that can be tough because we get really invested when it's our own business. And you said something very important there. That's huge. And as you're growing your business, I just wanted you to answer that about sales because it's so fascinating because I hear like two different answers. Like I was so ready to give up sales. And then I hear others that are like, I wanted to stay in it because it's like your baby, right? And it is so gratifying when you close a sale and you know that you sold it and you're like, this is so awesome. Like, I feel that way too. I relate more to you on that. So I always ask and I inquire about that. So it's interesting, but I think it's great advice. You know, you've got to be real. You've got to hand it over to the ones that are going to be all about sales or all about marketing or all about the things, logistics, whatever they're into. So great advice that you're giving here, Alinka. So let's get into the meat of this though. Tell us who is the ideal person to come to Leaders Press? Like, who are you looking to work with you? I mean, I'm sure everyone's like, this sounds cool. Like, let me come work with you. But who's really ideal? It's entrepreneurs, but who is the ideal person that's ready to publish with Leaders Press? Uh, We predominantly work with successful entrepreneurs that either want to grow their business, so they want a lead generation tool, or they want to leave a legacy. So a lead generation tool is like uh, our book, Outsource Your Book which basically explains what we do, how you can do it. And then at the end you see, well, this is actually pretty complicated. So maybe we could help you out. 
here's the link and um, that will get you on our calendar to talk to one of our salespeople. And that's how the co-founder of DHL International found us because uh, we have a huge um, sophisticated outreach machine going on, but we could never have uh, reached out to the co-founder of DHL International because he doesn't reply to his email that's listed somewhere. He has a bunch of gatekeepers, but he was looking for a way to uh, get a book done. Our book popped up on top of his Amazon search result, and he got our book, signed up on the calendar. And then I remember I was on vacation and skiing, and I see a new a meeting and DHL in the email. And I was like, I wonder who from DHL that is. And I looked him up. I was like, what? The founder? <laughs> and uh, we did a book for them. So we did Design to Win for DHL's 50th anniversary. And that book tells a Mr. Potung's story. And that is a legacy piece. So that's the second type of book that we do. Either lead generation tool to grow your business or this legacy piece um, so that you can really control how you're remembered once you're gone. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Congratulations. That's incredible. Like, whoa, <laughs> I'm sure you were like, this is so cool. Like what a moment. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I think that's really interesting. And I think, you know, and guys, just so you know, she's talking about outsource your book that is going to be offered. We're going to have that link um, in the show notes and you guys can download that as an ebook and an audiobook. You were telling me a link, correct? Yeah, you can go to leaderspress.com slash discover and you're going to get an ebook and an audiobook. Yes. So we'll make sure we have that in the show notes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, again, that's, I mean, they found you. That's incredible. And I think if you're wanting to capture, I think we all think we have, a, I said this earlier, I think we all think we have a book in us. I think we all think that could be a book or this could be a story, but I think it's really interesting what you're saying, like leaving your legacy or a lead magnet. So I think that was a great example of what leaving a legacy is, but what is like a lead magnet? What should people, if they're ready for a lead magnet, what does that look like in working with Leaders Press? A lead magnet is meant to generate leads for you. So the same way that the co-founder of DHL International was looking for a way to get his book done and uh, we popped up in the search results. That book, Outsource Your Book, is our lead magnet. And every entrepreneur or solopreneur should have a lead magnet. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be long. It can be a really short book that we do based on one interview even because the whole purpose is for it to be optimized online for your prospects to be able to find you when they are searching. And what that book does is explains really why, well, what you do and why you're a really good person to work with on that. And it gives the reader an opportunity to get into your world. So either grab something um, to get on your email list. Uh, you might be promoting a, a freebie, such as a, some sort of sheet or another book or a webinar or just straight to the calendar, book an appointment. Uh, that's what I had with, uh, that's what I did with the co-founder of DHL. So uh, that book is meant to generate leads, bring people inside your company. And if you don't have a lead generation tool like that, imagine how many people are not finding you and how much revenue you're missing. Absolutely. That's why I wanted you to touch on that. I'm like, okay, guys, if you don't have this, especially when you're going out into the world and starting your business, because like we had shared just a little bit in the beginning before we started recording, you know, the great resignation is something that we're talking about. A lot of people are going out on their own and they're 
saying to themselves, I hear this all the time. I'm sure you do too. Well, your salespeople probably hear it more now, Alinka, <laughs> but on the front line, but how do I get people to find me? How do people find me? Well, this is one way they can find you. This is a huge way. And don't you um, think, I mean, you can probably speak to this a lot more than me. This is what you do. It builds credibility for you. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there was a moment when uh, some of our prospects didn't want to speak to my sales guys because they would say, well, you're the author. Like, uh, you know, I am the author. My sales guys are not. So what we did is now our salespeople also have books. So we're doing uh, these short lead gen books for them. But, you know, it's just one or two interviews and we package that into a book. So it's uh, a lead generation tool for us, but it also makes them authors. And then, you know, the high level entrepreneurs that we're talking to, like, they want to be speaking to somebody with authority and now they're speaking to an author, we might be able to get the, our team members on the USA Today Wall Street Journal list too. So they're speaking to a Wall Street Journal bestselling author. And now that changes everything. Now they can no longer say, well, I want to speak to Alinka because she's this and that. Well, the others are too right now. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's important to talk about. Yeah. So again, credibility, because we're living in such, I mean, once the pandemic hit, which I think we're also over the pandemic, right? <laughs> so we're over it. But mm-hmm. once it hit, we were so inundated with email, LinkedIn messages, like all this online presence, like we had never seen before, right? So we're all looking for that credibility. And so this is a way to, I love that you're doing that with your with your team and your salespeople and building that credibility because I'm sure that's done so much for the trust and the relationship between both parties. Yes. So it's an example, not only for your company, but it's an example for, you know, my listeners and anybody else that would want to work with you. It it builds that relationship. I'm sure that's, you've seen a tremendous growth with that. We have, and it's also really great for morale, you know, people that you did books for inside the company, like those are people that will stick around. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, I, if I was working with you and you were like, let's do a book for you, I'd be like, Thank you. Yes, absolutely. That's really, really awesome. So anything else that you want to add about Leaders Press that we haven't touched on before I ask you a couple more questions and we come to a close? It's been exciting. It's been an exciting journey. Every day is an exciting day. Once you do something that you're actually passionate about, that you know you're passionate about. I mean, you might be doing this uh, several hours a day, but it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. And I think it's really, that's a wonderful statement. And I think it's really important that there's two sides of it, right? Alinka, maybe you feel the same way, but we're not going to love every single thing we do every single, you know, in every moment of the day. But if you can come to a place where you're doing something that you genuinely love, you don't mind doing some of those little things that you don't absolutely love doing, right? And so I really love the way that you worded that and said that. And I think that's what I always hope for my listeners and for women that are coming up through the ranks and are opening businesses or going into entrepreneurship or are leaders in corporate America, corporate Europe, corporate world, right? Um, that you find your place of happy where it doesn't feel like you're working these long hours. You're, you're loving what you're doing. I think it's important. I agree. 
And so I think you probably already answered this, but this is my closing question. Then we're going to talk about where to find you, which we've kind of already talked about. What advice would you give to women? We've kind of already talked about when you really stepped into your leadership. We know what happened there. That's awesome. But what advice would you give to my listeners and the amazing women that listen to this podcast? We have some guys too, which is pretty cool about stepping into leadership for the first time, or maybe stepping out into entrepreneurship or following that dream like you did. What's some advice you would give them? I think be gentle with yourself. You don't have to figure it out immediately. I, I made some mistakes or started doing things that then I realized I didn't care about. Like at a certain point, I joined this group that was teaching how to do t-shirts and advertise them on Facebook. And I was doing that. And then I finally started becoming profitable. And I realized I don't care about t-shirts. So you're probably going to have some, you know, it's not going to be a straight line. It's going to be ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs on the way up. It's important to ease into it and, and do something that you that you love because you can. And if you're looking to be successful, like success isn't so complicated. I think you just find somebody who's done it and ask for directions. Two pieces of great advice. I, I agree with you. Success is not linear. Like sometimes you go up and down and like, it's not linear. Um, and I think you made a great point as well with your t-shirt business. I love that. Just because you're making money or you start to be profitable, if you're not loving it, like you got, you got to put other pieces of the puzzle together and figure out what you love and tie that together. I think that's, that's really great advice. No, thank you so much for sharing that. And I love that you said, be gentle with yourself because I feel like as women, especially, we're very hard on ourselves. Mm. We really are. Yeah. Because we hold ourselves to a, a very high standard and we've got a lot going on. We got to do a whole lot. We got to carry a lot. And so thank you for sharing that. That was awesome. So, all right. If we want to work with you, where are we going to find you? The best place to go is leaderspress.com slash discover. And you're going to get a ebook and audiobook of Outsource Your Book. And also you'll be able to go through a one minute quiz that will help you identify the type of book that you should write. So we spoke about lead generation books, legacy pieces, there are other types. So one minute and it's going to tell you which book is the right one for you. Oh, that's awesome. So that you kind of find out which one and then you can identify from there. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, that's really, really cool and helpful. Okay, awesome. And that's the best way to connect with your team is to start with the audio or the ebook and then the quiz. How easy. That's amazing. Perfect. And we'll include that in the show notes and the links and all of that to your website. Alinka, thank you so much for joining us and congratulations on your success. This is such a cool concept. I, I love it. And, you know, my last question for you is where do you see Leaders Press going in the next couple of years? Uh, we're just plan to help more entrepreneurs share their wisdom with the world. That's amazing. Well, good luck to you. I'm so excited for you. And thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Maya, and being such a wonderful host. Thank you. And thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for listening to the My Opinion Podcast. You can catch up on past episodes on the My Opinion Podcast website at www.myopinionpodcast.com as well as read the My Opinion blog and contact Maya directly with your questions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Opinion Podcast and Maya Roffler. 
We'll see you back here next week.